It's funny when you feel as if you don't want anything more in your life except to sleep or else to lie without moving. That's when you can hear time sliding past you like water running. Jean Reese brings me colours and flowers and trees out of a dream. Hibiscus, hibiscus, yellow bell, jasmine, frangipani. But she's looking for beauty as well everywhere she goes, her characters. Her heroine here, Anna, is looking for beauty, as am I. A reading life, a writing life. With writer and teacher Sally Bailey. Produced by Andrew Smith. Just back from the library, I went on my e-scooter, which is a rather wonderful vehicle that I have acquired in the last few months since my walking has gone downhill. Funny idiom that, isn't it, for someone who can't walk? Gone downhill. I can't walk further than 50 to 100 to 200 metres at a go. It's usually somewhere between 100 and 200, but it can be as little as 50, which makes things rather tricky. So I have this marvellous shiny blue vehicle with orange hub wheels which look like they have rockets attached to them. It's run by electricity and I charge it through my solar panels much of the time. Now that it's winter I do have to use my engine a little to top up my power source so I'm charging my e-scooter through my leisure batteries on my boat via a tiny sip of diesel. So off I went on what looks like something that Dick Van Dyke might have made from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. For the first time today, I really felt a sort of strange public cacophony, an outburst of people who were mildly to moderately distressed. And the women of the public library were having to deal with them. It has become a place for waif and strays, those of us who feel on the outside. I felt as though everyone in that public library in the centre of Oxford was not quite fitting somehow on the chessboard of life. If life is a game, those of us in the library weren't in it. That's how it felt. Everything felt very much like we were floating inside a spaceship that hadn't quite landed was still hovering over planet earth and I do feel as though that's a pretty reasonable metaphor for how our world is at the moment we're hovering over earth but we're not grounded there were these strange outbursts of emotion going on all over the place from various slightly maverick looking characters of which I was probably one with my hat on and my leggings and my Socks pulled up over my leggings and my sneakers and my spring to summon to autumn winter coat. What kind of coat was it I'm wearing? The colour of a sorbet. Peach sorbet. I fear sometimes I look a bit like Dot Cotton in EastEnders, but I try to forget that.
I don't have a mirror on my boat. I have no idea what I look like. I know occasionally I've gone out with soot on my face, but anyway, we can say that's being in character. I was hunting for Jean Rhys, so I came away with Voyage in the Dark, tells the story of Anna Morgan, who spent her childhood in the West Indies and is now drifting around London, getting small parts in musical theatre, becoming more and more impoverished. A lovely hardback copy, and it has that lovely aching spine sound as you turn the pages. doing something rather naughty and shaking it by its bones, by its hard spine. That's a well-made book. It was first published in 1934 by Constable and Company Limited. A lovely firm sound. yesterday which did not go very well I'm afraid um, yes rather disconcerted by that experience I have to say so I'm reading Jean Rees as a form of recovery from yesterday's appointment I'm trying to immerse myself in words as a form of recovery from what was really a Kafkaesque nightmare I'm afraid Jean Rees has these extraordinary short paragraphs where her characters are also in recovery from existential despair. They're like small shiny pennies falling to the bottom of a coat and then the coat lining rips and the small shiny penny drops onto the pavement and then rolls towards the gutter. That, I'm afraid, is what usually happens to a Jean Reese heroine. It's funny when you feel as if you don't want anything more in your life except to sleep or else to lie without moving. That's when you can hear time sliding past you like water running. So that's Reese's protagonist, Anna speaking. Anna Morgan, who spent her childhood in the West Indies just like Reese herself. Her childhood has become a sort of dream now that she's living in English provincial towns, in these small boxy rooms where there's just a bed. The other room was much smaller. There was no fire. There was no key in the lock. I lay down. There were only a sheet and a thin counterpane on the bed. It was as cold as being in the street. Those short, spare, completely unmoving sentences, inert sentences, remind me of Anna Morgan's inner state, which is that of despair and inertia. She isn't able to combine the elements of her environment to make them feel warm or animate in any way. She is herself inanimate. 
she's currently in the company of Ethel. And Ethel keeps going on about the gas fire. Do you know what it cost me to put in that gas fire because you said you couldn't stand your bedroom without it? Of all the damn nonsense. Ethel. With whom Anna Morgan is sharing a flat. Men come and go. And Ethel gives them a massage. She's a masseuse. And in between, they sit around, drinking whiskey and soda. There were the cries of London in the dining room. I remember the way they hung and the bowl of water in front of the gas fire and always a plate of oranges in the middle of the table and two armchairs with chintz cushions. And Ethel talking about how respectable she was. Did I tell you about what happened last week? There were detectives calling and wanting to see my references and my certificates, my certificates. I was wild, I was. I was wild, I was. Very Jean Reese, bringing out the inner animal, the primal, fierce inner streak of her females. Just like Bertha Mason in Jane Eyre, the woman in the attic, the mad woman in the attic. Mr. Rochester's first wife. I was wild. That could be Bertha Mason. That could be Bertha Mason speaking. And of course, Bertha Mason was the inspiration for Jean Reese's most well-known book, novella, Wide Sagasso Sea, or Wide Sagasso Sea, published in 1966. Probably her masterpiece. It's the most imaginative, and it is the most wild. Her prose is... Very associative, very much written in a stream of consciousness style, free, freely associating. Can't go long without a wild bit or a wild streak. Not in Jean Reese, where the wild things are. In Reese's world, always on the inside. In all of us. So the other reason why I like Jean Reese so much is because people are constantly falling apart. Her women are always falling apart over three or four soda and whiskies or glasses of gin. And then the next minute they find a, a snazzy black dress and a jade bracelet and they've pulled themselves together. They recostume, they have a change of clothes and they have a mini transformation I had on the jade bracelet that water had given me, and I slid down over my hand. It felt warm and comforting against my hand, and I gripped it and looked at it, but I couldn't remember the word. But what I'm interested here is Jean Reese's relationship to things. This rather awkward repetition of it, it, it. I had on the jade bracelet that water had given me, and I slid it down over my hand. It felt warm and comforting against my hand and I gripped it and looked at it but I couldn't remember the word. It, it, it. And I'm aware as I'm speaking out those lines how often it, t, 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 that sound, hit, it, hard, it, 
constant sticking away the top of my tongue. I'm hitting the roof of my mouth with my tongue. It, it, it. Like she's ticking away at something, her heart. And the low level, continuous low level hum of paranoia that comes from her characters, that's omitted from her characters, like, I suppose, like alcohol being burned off slowly. The clothes of most of the women who passed were like caricatures of the clothes in the shop windows. But when they stopped to look, you saw that their eyes were fixed on the future. Reese's characters are actively engaged in gazing, in looking. Looking away, looking towards. The eyes determine the spiritual state of her characters, but they also remind us that her women once had been quite beautiful and are no longer so, are falling into decline like the shiny penny running out of the coat lining down into the street gutter. Plop, 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 she falls the little shiny penny. It's as if you had always done that, lived in a few rooms and gone from one to the other. The light is a different colour every hour and the shadows fall differently and make different patterns. You feel peaceful, but when you try to think, it's as if you're face to face with a high, dark wall. Really, all you want is night and to lie in the dark and pull the sheet over your head and sleep. You sleep very quickly when you're like that and you don't dream either. It's as if you were dead. It's strange how one is drawn to books suddenly at certain times of year. Instinctively, I picked up Jean Rees, not just because I suggested her to a student, but because on some deeper level, I knew that the colors and the sights and the sounds of Dominica, the island she writes of over and over again in her books, whilst her characters are suffering in gray and cold and ugly England, would somehow lift me away from grey and cold and ugly England. Although I have to say today, we're looking rather beautiful here. I can hear the birds again after the rain. Chitter chatter, chitter chatter, just like people. Passing on gossip, passing on daily business. The other thing I'm interested in with Reese is she's looking for beauty as well. Everywhere she goes, her characters. Her heroine here, Anna, is looking for beauty. As am I. That day, it was hot again. After lunch, we went to Savanake Forest. The leaves of the beech trees were bright as glass in the sun. 
In the clearings there were quantities of little flowers in the grass, red, yellow, blue and white, so many that it looked all colours. And it was as if I were waking up to the names. Hibiscus, hibiscus, yellow bell, jasmine, frangipani, coralita, 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 stephanotis, stephanatis, stephanotis, stephanotis, hibiscus, yellow bell, jasmine, frangipani, coralita. Jeanery springs me colours and flowers and trees out of a dream. Anna is looking for stillness and colour and light and green, bright as glass in the sun. She wants to be transformed by the colours of nature. Quantities of little flowers in the grass, red, yellow, blue and white, so many that it all looked, all colours. All colours, shining bright. Thank you for listening to A Reading Life, A Writing Life. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like it, give us a review, or mention us to friends or on social media. Thank you.